Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new month of AutoLine Daily. Thanks for tuning in today, but now let's get to the news. While most automakers saw sales go up last year in the U.S., Volkswagen sales were down about 7%. That's why Volkswagen's top labor chief, Bern Osterloh, is calling out management and labeling the company's U.S. operations, and I quote, a disaster. Reuters reports that Osterloh believes the group does not understand how to succeed in the U.S. He says that VW needs more models in the American market, including a pickup truck, and that VW will not improve in the U.S. until at least 2016. Last year was a very successful year for Ferrari. It deliberately managed to get its car sales to go down by 5%. Strange as that may sound, Ferrari was starting to worry that it was selling too many cars and that this would hurt its exclusive image. But since Ferrari is not interested in earning less money, it's coming out with cars that cost a lot more money, like the LaFerrari model, which sells for $1.4 million. And this strategy is working. Last year, Ferrari only sold 6,922 cars worldwide, down 5%, but its revenues went up by 5%, and its earning before income tax profits were up more than 8%. In fact, on average, each one of the cars it sold last year brought in $445,000. China is now the top automotive market in the world, but what are the best-selling cars in China? The consultancy IHS just compiled a list and surprise, surprise, the Ford Focus is the best-selling nameplate in China, but that actually involves two different models, the current Focus and the prior model, which was on a different platform. Ford kept that older model so it could have a lower price point. Next on the list is the Volkswagen LaVita, a car which is based on the first-generation Skoda Octavia. Then comes the Buick Excel, which shares a platform with the Chevy Cruze. And then they're followed by the Toyota Corolla, the Chevrolet Sale, the VW Sagittar, which is based on the latest version of the Jetta. And then comes the VW Jetta, which is based on the older version of the car. Then comes the Chevy Cruze, the VW Santana, which is based on the Skoda Rapide. And finally, there's the VW Bora, which also comes off the Jetta platform. It's so interesting to see these automakers selling a combination of new and old versions of cars. And maybe this is a trend that is spreading in the U.S. market, for example. Chevy is selling both the old and new Impalas side by side. And Nissan is doing the same with the new and old versions of the Rogue. Audi is looking for a technology that would allow long-distance low-emission driving, and what it's come up with is called e-fuel. It's a synthetic fuel that the company creates in its demonstration facility in New Mexico. And because of its chemical properties, it puts out far lower CO2 emissions. At the moment, Audi has only made an e-ethanol that it tested in a pressure chamber with a glass window which simulates pressures and temperatures inside an engine cylinder. 
but it hopes to create an e-diesel fuel later this year. And you know, the whole idea is, if the problem is burning carbon, take the carbon out of the fuel. Not only are the battery packs getting smaller in electric vehicles, so are the charging cords. Aerovironment, a supplier of electric vehicle charging solutions, just came out with the turbo cord. It gets rid of the big box on the cord between the vehicle and the wall socket, as well as requiring no charger installation. It plugs directly into the wall. Turbo cord can also operate on both 120 and 240 volt outlets, and it's designed for both indoor and outdoor use. The 120 and 240 volt combination is selling for $650, and a 240 volt only version is available for $600. If this sounds like something you might want for your plug-in or EV, just click the link in today's show notes to get all the details at AeroVironment's website. Coming up next, Bob Lutz talks about Mary Barra taking over as CEO of General Motors. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. On Autoline After Hours last week, we had a great show with Bob Lutz. We covered a multitude of topics, and of course, Mary Barra came up in the course of the conversation. Here's what Bob had to say about Mary's preparedness to take the job. No, she she knows how to run she knows how to run stuff, and she's she's run large organizations like uh, global manufacturing engineering, which she was basically doing while I had uh, global product development. She's, she's got a, a very sound, logical mind financially, but one of the nice things about her is she is only the second chairman in GM history, the other one having been Bob Stemple, and, you know, that didn't work out too well. But she's this, only the second chairman in GM's history who was not a bean cutter. It was always people who could um, read spreadsheets and balance sheets and P&L statements and f- figure out all the little errors and inconsistencies. And Mary isn't like that. Mary is predominantly an engineer and a product fanatic. And if you do those two things right, the P&L statement takes care of itself. And, and uh, obviously she has a chief financial officer in the form of Dan Amon, who, by the way, is also somewhat suspect as a as a chief financial officer because he's a real car fanatic. Level three license. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, a, he's a real, real, so, I, but any, C, any CEO uh, has to look after the product or the service first, which Mary will superbly. And if she needs any financial counseling, which I doubt that she will, that's what Dan Amon is there for. And I will tell you, it's much easier to get good finance people than it is to get good product people. So I'd always go with the product person. You can always back him or her up with finance people. My, my forecast is that Mary Barrow will do extremely well. You can, of course, watch that entire episode right now at our website at autoline.tv or check out the Autoline Network on YouTube. By the way, Bob left an autographed copy of his latest book, Icons and Idiots, and now you have a chance to win it. We'll pose this question, you answer it, and we'll pick a winner's name at random from everyone who submits the right answer. And here's the question. Who was Bob Lutz's favorite high school teacher? 
you get us the right answer and you might win this book. So get cracking. We'll announce the winner later this week. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.